Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Loveline, episode 662, featuring Will Sasso and Ari Spears from April 13th, 1998, a Monday night show. Source on this one, brand new Melissa tape from 2014, with a Kevin tape from 2016 for patches. And you know what that means, this one's never been heard before. Another completely long-lost episode, entirely absent from the internet, forever until today. Will and Ari's uh, are promoting Mad TV, which was still airing on Fox, of course. Will has two other known appearances. He returns on March 11th, 2004, and again on uh, January 13th, 2005. That's where Adam and Will actually came up with the Gay Morning Zoo bit that everybody considers an all-time classic. It's really great. You should check it out. We'll be airing it in this feed eventually. Ari's returns to the show on September 2nd, 2004, with uh, repeated saying, shot to the face. Eh, not so great. After Adam is fresh from a fishing trip to Mexico, it's a really strange mixed bag episode. Uh... We'll be airing that one in the feed as well. I still haven't even had time to listen to this show, so we're all hearing it for the for, again for the first time, or for the first time if you never heard it before. And Mad TV is back on the CW now with uh, current Adam Carolla guest Adam Ray. So I guess check it out. I'll be coming at you with more intros, more episodes as soon as I can do them. All of these intros for for six fifty four through six sixty two were recorded at three fifteen a.m. or I guess about two fifty a.m. till three fifteen a.m. Wednesday morning, uh, twenty sixteen. Today, I guess it's July 27th. So if they sound rushed or I sound completely insane, it's because they record in the middle of the night. I didn't want to put the shows out without intros. I wish I had more time. Hi, <laughs> right, everybody. I'm working hard on this. More lost episodes. Who knew there would still be so many lost episodes to release that nobody ever heard before? I thought there would be a couple dozen, which it seems to be, but they're every other episode or so. It's, uh, it's really nice. Let me know what you think of them. I'm really interested to get people's feedback on these shows that we didn't even know were out there. Who knows what Admiral Drew says on him? Some crazy shit. Mahalo and get it on. 100 LFVE191, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew, board-certified physician, Dixon Medicine Specialist. Ari Spears and Will Sasso are both here from Mad TV. Saturday nights, 11 o'clock on uh, the fabulous Fox. And... Um, what is this? The is this the third season? Yeah. The third provocative, uncensored year. Yeah, the show's good. Um, the, let's see, Alex Borstein and uh, Lisa Cushell are a couple of uh, women I know from uh, Acme, the old Acme days. Yeah. And I, I was at Acme uh, four years before they were, or two years before they became Acme. So uh, cool. I was there before that. That's like a. I don't know. I would have been a senior when they were uh, sophomores or something <laughs> like that. It, it's a little tough when the sophomores are a lot more talented and funny than you are as a senior. But uh, I still had a couple of years seniority on them. But they uh, parlayed that into a uh, nice uh, career. And uh, and Aries and well, I we'll talk to Will first. 
Will, where I'm just going in order here, Aries. Uh, what? Uh, where do you come from, and uh, what? How did you make it in to uh, Mad TV? Well, I'm uh, originally from just outside of Vancouver, British Columbia, uh-huh. and uh, gee, I wish I had an interesting story to tell you. I auditioned. That was it. Huh? I got it. Yeah, yeah. Now, how many processes did that take? Did you have to send in a tape originally, and then they uh, called you in, or something like that? No. Stop it, Aries. I uh, no, I uh, I, I went in and we had to, I had to prepare like four different little sketchy, sketchy sort of right. character things, and then uh, did some of their material, and then came back two or three times, and then they made up their mind. It's a it's a it's a pretty. I mean, I don't know if you guys think about this. I'm sure you take it for granted, like all uh, good celebrities, but. <laughs> No matter what show you're on, whether it's uh, Mad TV or Saturday Night Live or or uh, any other sketch show I can't think of right now, it's it's a pretty amazing cut. I mean, you have people submitting stuff from not only all over the country but uh, Canada and uh, God knows uh, where else in the world. And then you have to narrow it down to about, what, eight uh, eight people? We got ten people on the show right now. Yeah, but two yeah. of them suck, let's face it. Oh, that's right. right. So, <laughs> We won't mention who. Well, well Aries and someone else. Right. right. They know who they are. They know who they are. And uh, Aries, your your background is more in stand-up, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a stand-up comic, on the, hopefully on the rise, man. Or how much of that can you do with uh, with the Mad TV schedule? Um, actually, for me, I mean, you know, it, 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 it plays a, a nice little role. I mean, I get to do Mad during the day, and I usually don't do the stand-up thing until, like, late at night, like 10, 11 o'clock at night, hit the clubs and stuff. And what is, uh, take us through a, uh, a normal Mad TV week when you guys are taping. Is there a Monday morning table read or something like that? Yep. We do a Monday morning table read and then, uh, from then on and pretty much the rest Let of the me, week we're I, rehearsing. What? I just want, I want to ask you guys. Yeah. Now, be it, be it, be it that this, uh, this uh, thing here is airing so, so late at night, um, how uncensored is this thing, does this thing get? It gets pretty raunchy. I, I actually, I'm an uh, atheist, and I my sensibilities get offended on occasion. Ah. Re- really, about the only thing you can't say is the f word and the uh, s word. Am I well, right, then Pearl? Let me let me be truthful with you then. Uh, Mad TV nine o'clock. We we start table read. We usually have some little bit of blow and some right. marijuana. <laughs> right. Get started. Is it, some it, crazy crap going on? Is here. there that big um, silver uh, tray in the middle of the, the table that everyone just yeah, puts their face in the yeah, middle? Yeah, I mean we. We just dip our noses in there, and the next thing we know, we're all like powdered face. So yeah, it's it's a crazy world. Right. And then what time do the hookers come in? Uh, well, Hugh four. Grant Not brings them in, uh, followed by an Eddie Murphy show. So uh, between that's the two in the later and, afternoon. Yeah, between the two of them, it's just one wild party. Right. And then uh, then I sleep in my dressing room. The the, the Asian room. women come in and uh, suds you up and uh, give you love a little you uh, body time. massage. Love you long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how love line is, right? Ah, racy. All right, so you go you go through uh, the table reads. You have writers. Uh, you start trimming and uh, cutting. And is it all settled uh, by the time you uh, tape the show, or is there a lot of last minute uh, writing going it's, on? I mean, it's settled by the time we tape the show because the time by the time you know we're getting it on on tape, it, that's the, when they can't mess with it anymore. But they mess with it as much as yeah, they right up to they're, it they're, right up until we're done it's, do you use a cue card sometimes or is it uh, committed well, we, to memory we, we, i don't use cue cards well, adam well, sorry oh, we can't good. all be as great at memorizing as you can william <laughs> but uh, it must be a canadian thing but no really uh yeah we uh we we try to stick to memory uh some of us yeah whenever i see i, I don't notice it when i watch uh your show whenever i see saturday night well, live what show are you watching 
Well, I've, I uh, do tend to flip around during commercials. Saturday Night Live sucks. I just, Come on! I, I just wanted to see uh, how bad the news was going to be. That's all. So oh, it's okay. it's more morbid curiosity than okay. it than it is uh, any home, kind of admiration. And, and don't get caught up into this whole Howard Stern thing about next year because, you know, how weird is that? This yeah, is the, you know? uh, I was uh, saying to Drew last night uh, after Natasha Henstridge was on the show. And by the way, and Drew, as a physician, you can back me up on this. She said that she had a mild crush on me at one point. This has nothing to do with me being oh, wow. a physician. It's just a fact that, uh, <laughs> shocking as it may seem, she and she was she was dead serious about it. Dead serious. And uh, but what I understand oh. is why you didn't go out and kill yourself. Natasha, and this was the one that species. got away. I'll tell you why. Uh, yes, and I'll tell you why I didn't kill myself because I took that to mean that I could get any woman less attractive than her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This is how male minds work. You guys know what I'm talking about. If it, She's the benchmark. Let's say you're back in high school and the most popular, best-looking girl on campus uh, has it in for you in a big way. You then think you could get anybody who's lower than she is Makes on this sort of uh, attractive um, uh, pecking order. Right, Drew? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't care how beautiful a woman is. I'm stuck on a certain kind of woman. I'm into just, you know, short Arabian handicapped midgets. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm strictly that. Have you seen Species? Uh, I saw the first one. I didn't see the uh, second one. After seeing that, I, I wouldn't, I don't care. Listen, listen, a, you She's, would, that's scary. no, if you, Drew, would you back me up here? Sit I, across from this woman. I haven't She's seen the movie. She's, She's a nice person. Drew's wife's listening. No, no, no. But, yes, she is. No, but I mean, he's worried about her, her you know, uh, biting his head off or something, like a, like some kind of alien. Uh, right. Nice it could happen, Drew, but it would still be worth it. You'd still do it, I'm sure. And you would, too. No. You'd watch. I, I'm, I'm homosexual. All right, Drew, that's right. Now, <laughs> finally, the truth comes out. Let's take some calls. All right, we'll do that. We'll uh, talk about the show and uh, talk about the calls and all that. Melissa. Yes, sir. You're 23. I am. What's happening? Um, well, my boyfriend is way overprotective and very antisocial. Oh. Um, I went to a company picnic today, and I was looking forward to it all week. The dork sat there. He, he sat actually away from everybody by himself the whole time, made it miserable. I felt like I couldn't have fun because there's a lot of guys there. He thinks that, like, I'm going to jump into bed with any one of them. Mm. And it's just, it's very uncomfortable. So it's like, this is the third time we've gone out. So do you have to uh, take up with, like, the uh, lesbian from the secretarial pool for the uh, three-legged <laughs> race or something? Yeah, exactly. How old is this guy? He's 23 as well. It's just, I don't, he's got a lot of anger built up inside. Yeah, I don't... That's, that's like a classic OJ. But, but I, I don't know how, Aries, how old are you? I just turned 23 last week. Oh, Will, uh, how old are you? 22. So oh, right in that... Jesus yeah. Christ, I was yeah. cl cleaning carpets when I was that age, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Fresh I think he's kidding. kids. All right. The, the point is, I think you're kidding. No, I'm not. When I but when I was young, I used to go to functions with whatever girlfriend I had when I was younger and and pout in in sabotage and have a few drinks and get weird. It always turned into an argument. You know, yeah. do you guys know what I'm too. talking I did that about? Too. No, I did that too in high school. And college. Now, it wasn't Absolutely. even necessarily uh, that I was jealous of uh, people she worked with or people she went to school with. There was something about the function. By the end of the night, there was a fight. And you learn your lesson as you get older that it just ain't worth you, that you, car you ride felt, home. You felt neglected and abandoned, and then you felt like she was, you know, more interested in this. I thing. would start it though sometimes. I, but I remember feeling, and it, and it was boiled down to not having a life, being insecure. But guys do this, Melissa. Does he do this in other settings? Yes, it's he comes up to visit me at work, and he gives everyone his little hardcore stare to like kind of 
insinuate, if you mess with my girlfriend, I'm going to beat you. You know, they, they have a, a term for this kind of guy. I don't know if, if you know about it. It's it, They say, I think, how do you say stalker? Is that how no, you no, no. You can't no, stalk no. someone you're dating. Yeah, but it yeah. sounds a little bit more serious than the dating thing. I mean, if he's actually, like, Mike, you know, going in being scary to people that you work with. I mean, it's just you know. overprotective of my past. Because I've been oh. and all that good stuff. You've been what? You come out the I, closet now. I've been... I've been raped and I've been molested in my oh, past. How, and, how old were you um, when you were abused? Um, well, it's funny because my uncle did it and he works for the, the county oh, sheriff's no. office. Which how is old, funny. How old were you? It's not funny. I was 18 and when I was 18 I went to the police about it and my family kind of told me if I don't do it they're going to disown me blah, 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 if I go through with it and they didn't believe me. Uh. <clears throat> and then again after that he started making really crude comments to me just last year. How uh how uh, thank God I don't have a, a brother because if I ever had kids, I'd have to uh, kill him immediately. We hear uh, so many stories about uh, uncles doing weird stuff to their uh, nieces and nephews that I just wouldn't take a chance. I'd give the guy, like, I'd have a ticket to Nova Scotia, and I'd say, listen, uh, it's leaving in 15 minutes. You either get on this or I'm going to put this bullet in your head, but I can't take any chances. That's kind of the way I feel about you, Adam. <laughs> I just, I got to tell you. Drew, don't worry. My uh, constant, I'm on, I'm on like a masturbatory drip. Oh, are you? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can never, I could never be a rapist or a molester because there's never any incentive in okay. me. The battery is always dead. Okay, that's good. I'm you understand? I'm feeling better. If I ever break my uh, left hand in like a snowboarding accident, then, then you worry. I want a donut. Melissa? Yes, sir. All right. You, you've been through a lot, and this guy doesn't sound like um, the world's greatest guy, and it sounds like maybe you made the wrong decision on don't, him. Don't think, Melissa, that because he is so controlling and so obsessional that he loves you that much more. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Right. In fact, I mean, that's sort of the way people that have been through what you've been through interpret that sort of behavior, mm -hmm. that he cares so much for. I mean, these are the guys that become the abusers, as uh, you picked up on. Mm. Uh, and, you know, and you're somebody that would pick somebody who's an abuser. Mm -hmm. So be very careful with this. He needs to, he needs to separate from you a little bit and realize that you have your own life to lead and he has to learn to trust you and that you are two separate individuals. Then don't bring the guy around. I mean, don't bring him to the yeah, Christmas he'll party. Crazy. Don't he'll get weird either way. It's just like, this guy's, mm. oh, I don't trust this guy for wanting to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, a guy should not want to go to his uh, lady's Christmas party, uh, class reunion. This is, you want to know the difference between men and women? Uh, women, uh, guys could not get out of going to their wife or girlfriend's class reunion fast enough. <laughs> and women are going to be uh, goddamned if they're not going. They're going to keep an eye on you. Uh, see, all those girls you went out with in high school. For me, it was uh, phrased, I think, all those girls you uh, masturbated to in high school and that sort of thing. But this is the difference. Drew, you don't want to go anywhere your wife's going, do you? No. No. I mean, she had some reunion to go to, some sort of company picnic. You'd be long gone, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Thank you. And she's listening, so God knows what the real truth is. <laughs> does she really listen? Yeah, she does. I know she listens. She calls me at home and yells at me. Don. Yeah. You're 22. Uh-huh. What's going on? Um, I've been married for almost a year now, and we've been together for three. And in the past year and a half, sex, I feel no emotion. Any hints what uh, might put you in that place? Uh, what? Any hints why you feel that way? Uh, kind of. What happened? Oh, boy. Drew, do we have to start off with two? Uh, were you molested or something? Uh 
One one that I know of, yeah. I can't remember my childhood from like third or fourth grade before that. All right, so you know something happened. Yeah. Who was the guy? Uh, that other caller's uncle? No. No. Are you saying that, that sex is not just not enjoyable for you? Yeah. When was the last time he blew you back out? <laughs> um... I don't even know what that means. Because I don't know. I don't know. I thought because you know, if, is it the physical thing or a mental no, thing? No, she was she, she not... was she was sexually abused as a child. Yeah, they were going somewhere, Aries and Adam and, and Drew were talking. We're going to hell in the bucket. Go ahead, Don. And she now is having these sort of. Do you get real detached, where you sort of uh, don't feel anything? Right. Yeah. I could like. You cry. Yeah, I start busting out in tears. Okay, so look, why don't you? This and what, how does your boyfriend react? It's a husband. I mean, uh, husband react. He used, he used to get upset about it. You know, if I told him no, he would get upset. And, you know, then I felt like it was a job, like I had to do it. And then... You better I, like, you, started... you better take care of this, uh, Don. This is going to... But is... does he stop if you start crying? Yeah, he does. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, he's all right, guys. Yeah, but be that as it may, this is... That, gonna... to me, that's like a uh, yellow light. just means hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like, slow down. It's is. like a... <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, Listen, you're always looking to shave uh, precious tents. I put my penis in the wind tunnel the other day just to shave precious tents of a second off of my sexual experience. <laughs> you never stop refining, Drew. I know you've been uh, working at it every day. Oh, yes. Uh, but look, Don, this is this is serious stuff. I mean, your ability to sustain intimacy and the kinds of conflict that you can expect from your relationship are very much affected by this past history. And I suggest you look into it and maybe get some help about this because this is not something that's going to magically go away. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I also get really claustrophobic. Right. Well, I well, suspect because... whoever did something to you was overpowering to you. And uh, he, I, I really go ahead. Aries. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the, the you know, the, I'm, I'm again. I, think I mentioned this last couple of nights that I'm distilling down a lot of these experiences to issues of being powerless and how people then spend the rest of their life. That is such a horrible experience to be overwhelmed and powerless in a way that's. Violating and and annihilating that people then spend the rest of their life organizing their personality structure and their whole life around avoiding that or trying to restore whatever connection they had with the kinds of people that did that to them. I it is uh, appalling to me. You know, I'm I'm uh, is uh, I like to think of myself as a fairly fairly uh, lowbrow and sick and all that kind of stuff. But the notion of blind? touching. I shut Drew's mic off. I've had enough of his uh, smart-ass remarks in the distance there. The notion of touching someone who's, you know, four or five years old, uh, and, and we talked to a lot of people where it's their grandfather touched them, uh, their uncle. I mean, you know, imagine that impulse of, uh, hey, my brother has a uh, beautiful three-year-old. I'm going to go over there and touch the kid. Where does that impulse come from? And uh, how do you even begin to deal with that in therapy? You know what I mean? I mean, how do you get rid of that impulse? How do you rehabilitate that? Hell, I can see you, you rob a few banks. Uh, I want to put a bullet in you. And that's just for the money. There's nothing in it for you when you do this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not like the kid has a uh, hundred stuffed up there or something. You're just feeling around. Yeah. That is a bizarre, sick impulse that i don't i would just assume have the the person destroyed i uh i actually heard a story once gee i don't even know why i'm bringing it up because i don't remember where or when i heard this but i remember hearing it was probably on some talks like oprah or something hearing about a guy who who killed himself because he was a, a an uncle you know of a young uh, girl or boy and uh, he he killed himself and left a note that he said i don't know what else to do and right you know, at which uh i don't know i mean 
And as far as somebody I'm was concerned, touching him, no, 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 uh, he, he was touching, he was touching, you know, he was oh, molesting. This man's a hero. Yeah, and he killed himself. Name a street after him. <laughs> I really should. That's pure. It's pure evil. I really have no idea. I have three nieces myself, uh-oh. and uh, uh oh, here we go. And uh, they're two months, uh, two and a half years, and six and a half years, and they're just. Could you? Where's? Could you imagine that notion of touching them? No, not at all. Oh, hold it's on. Uh, touch, uh, turn Drew's mic on for just five <laughs> touch, minutes. Touch Drew's mic on. But people, these people don't have, have, have sex with these, uh, young children. Listen, I am going to, uh, uh, starting tonight, I'm going to put a cyanide capsule in my uh, mouth, like a uh, German uh, war officer, and um, I'm going to bite down hard on it if I'm either uh, have an impulse to touch anyone under. I better make it low. Uh, you know, women, the way they develop these days. Let's say uh, 14. Um, anyone, and I'll, I'll raise it to 18 for anyone in the family. Or uh, I start talking about planting bulbs. Uh, the word bulb comes up. I'm switching to gardening at this point, but I still want to put myself down. If I say something like, hey, it's bulbing season, Uh-oh. or uh, I'm going to get some bulbs. He wants to groom this child for his, uh, you know, abuse farm. Mike's That's awake one tonight. of my fav- favorite traps. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, like a big wheel we spin. Uh, sometimes Mike comes in here, he's comatose, he's uh, obsessed with internet porn, and we never hear him the entire show. And then uh, other nights, he's doing his job. Thank you. <laughs> Hershey. Are, are all these really dramatic like this? Oh, no. Uh, I hope I'm, not. I'm it, scared. There's a full moon thing going on. And so. uh, Drew, uh, Drew's a uh, working doctor. And when a uh, full moon is um, uh, above, what happens, Drew? Everybody gets sick. Pager uh, rings off it's the hook. Yeah, how many nice. people did you admit into the hospital Six. Next? Six. And how many were because you beat them with a pool cue? None. None? Wow. You're That's really on a roll with that. Hershey? Yes. What's going on there, you 26-year-old you? Yes. I was just wondering how long after sexual contact does it take for symptoms to manifest if you have a disease? If you got, if you could, which disease? I'm worried about the happies. Uh, happies can develop. That's herpes, by the way. Almost immediately in some people. Though, I think people be more comfortable talking though, about it. Did you see how upfront she was? Though classically it takes about two weeks. Okay. And many times people have no idea they've contracted it. Oh, God. What happened? I was at a party. Oh, yeah. One of those yeah. uh, herpes parties you hear about? <laughs> no, no. I didn't think it would be a one-night stand. I'm really bummed out. What, what did you think it was going to be? Well, he gave me his last name, and uh, I don't know. I'd seen him before. Yeah, I'm not what sure if uh, Ramrod was uh, his uh, given name or not. <laughs> What was his, can you can we say his name? No, we no no sure. no. Yeah, because he may not have the happies. What did you do? So you had unprotected sex with him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I've got my tubes tied, so I'm not quite so. Oh, that reminds me of another question. Where do the eggs go now that the tubes are tied? They, go, they just absorb. Oh yeah. yeah. Straight to the uh, dairy section, don't they? <laughs> they just they, oh. they just absorb. <laughs> uh, but hey, uh, can you feel yourself reabsorbing an egg? No. Because oh. if, if I don't break wind and I got something coming on. That's painful. That. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel myself reabsorb that. Yeah, that's not reabsorb. It's oh. just moving back up. Well, that's reabsorption. Drew. No, it's just moving around in the out in a space outside your body. This is actually reabsorbed into your body. But listen, I, I did ask him. I asked him if if he had diseases or anything. Oh, 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 oh! I checked him out during foreplay. There are no sores oh. or anything. How you check somebody out during foreplay? How the you? The lights were on. You what? The lights were on. Oh the boy. Lights were on. 
I can uh, I can see this guy taking off his fifth medallion, uh, <laughs> uh, putting it on the nightstand and saying, uh, "No, baby." And Hershey, you've had, I got nothing. You've had the dermatologic uh, uh, training and urologic training necessary to assess these things. Well, I figured if I could see sores, that would be a sure sign. That'd yeah, be a but sure that could have been a scab or something. Like he hurt his knee or something like that. No, but it's, you're not likely to see a sure thing. Okay. Most people aren't quite that bold. I have my men uh, dunk their penis in uh, apple vinegar, and then I shine a black light on it to see if I see anything <laughs> wink at me. It's true. You can That's see, right. You can Absolutely. See you can see wards. I, I just, I'm going I'm to put it out there now. I ain't part of this conversation. You, I'm dipping penises in liquids and shines. Oh, hey, oh, I yes. ain't part of none of this. Well. You can see wards before they develop into wards that way. Yeah. Are you serious? Absolutely. No, serious. Absolutely. I'm you can dip your penis in something. And you can see you can brush vinegar or acetic acid across it, and, and then what I do is I dump light on it. I dump a little balsamic <laughs> vinegar on it and uh, a little olive oil. Maybe ooh, like a nice, nice marinade. Oh God! Oh, girls, yes. girls don't mind that either. The smell, texture, and oh, taste it's like a, it's, uh, it's like you're dining out. Uh -huh. It really is, except for the tendency to want to bite. Uh, is that you know uh, Hershey? Hershey? <laughs> yeah. You, you just might want to just take some time out to just think about some of the things that you're doing and, and, and have a little bit. you got to watch yourself. you got to be careful. Cause I didn't make a habit out of it. You know, I've told you. Well, no, I, but it, doesn't, it only takes one time. So I know, maybe you just, I know. You know but you just, probably don't. She, she, you don't necessarily have anything, Hershey. I feel terrible. I don't feel sick. I just feel bad, bad. I, I can't believe to, I did this. You need to go this. watch Scooby-Doo or eat a donut did, or something. Did you, some time, you can think. I ask why you had your tubes tied? Because I don't want to have children because I'm wise, right, Adam? Oh, but you want to go ahead and play around scabs. But at 26, Girl. that's quite a decision to make. How many kids do you have? I um, I I'm I have physical problems. What's the problem? I'm schizophrenic. Oh, what? Uh, okay. So uh, I'm, I'm on medication, so what, I'm not. What are you taking right now? Haldol. So just, maybe just, she wasn't even the person that checked it no, out. No, 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 no. That, that's a multiple personality oh. disorder. That's different. <laughs> and then that does happen. But, but this is. Aries is like me. You're either uh, sane or nuts. No, and, uh, I just, then it doesn't really matter what what brand of nuts you are. Been, it could have been Clarice checking it at the time. No, no, that, that's, that's like, you're either uh, C. Everett Coop or you're Sybil, and uh, that's it, right? No, that's MPD. Feel like a nut. It's different. That's different. So Hershey. Uh, but who had your tubes tied? A doctor. Are you okay, sure? But, uh, I, I know one of your... Uh, who chose that? Buddies from the uh, all-girls softball team. I a couple months ago. Why who you, chose it? Why did you choose to do that? I mean, play schizophrenia to get married and raise kids. It happened. Yeah. Well... You just I thought you couldn't uh, handle it? or I, I was... I, I just I just can't stand the idea. That I used to want to have kids, but then the older I get, the less I want to. Okay, so it was all your decision. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. Okay. Listen, don't don't psych yourself out. I, I'm sure you have nothing, but go get yourself checked out anyway just because we don't want to get yeah. sued. Do I have to wait two weeks to get checked out? No, not necessarily, but you should just relax. Yeah, you get now, checked out, do what's appropriate. You you didn't do something that no one else has ever done before. You've tried. You, God knows I was trying to do that for uh, many years. You, now, you intend to be careful in the future, and I think, right. I'm sure you will be, and this is unlikely to a single right, let, contact. Let, let Ari, we got to go to break, but let Aries uh, uh, salvage a little it, dignity here for is, a second. Is there, is there something women can do to, to like, test themselves, like, dip themselves with something? or? No, and the vinegar testing is only for the warts for men. They can't just uh, automatically so create the balsamic vinegar uh, right. testing. And it's only for warts. Only for warts. Yeah. So they can't like lather up with ice yeah. cream. There's a uh, there's a Thousand Island test they have for crabs. <laughs> a uh, cool ranch. Uh, they, oh wait a minute, no, it's something else. Okay, we'll go to break. We'll be back with uh, Will and Aries from Mad TV. I feel so liquidy. Really? What? You're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Loveline will be right back.
They were in yeah, here uh, in, in here last Wednesday. Anne's buddies with them now. Yeah, what goes on there? Bunch of fully nude women. Really? Oh yeah. What were we doing in there, Anne? Well, Amateur night? What was I doing there? Yeah. I was taking my husband there for his birthday. Oh really? Mm-hmm. It's very husband, secure, you. Husband, husband to the to the strip joint? Yeah. That is so great. And I told him it was his birthday and they put him up on stage. It's quite a and... turnaround for her, isn't it? And 15 naked women all over him. Think about how Anne usually reacts to that stuff. Mm, she's going to make him pay. He's going to pay a little bit. No, no, no. It was all my idea. Yeah, but... Uh, it by, was fun. We had a good time. By the way, uh, sitting uh, 15 naked women around you and uh, Anne out in the audience is uh, really like you trying to enjoy a... Uh, a pizza with everything on it in front of like a Biafran family. It's like, uh, yeah, you can eat it, but you, you just ain't going to enjoy yourself. It's not going to be the same as if you're at a sports bar with Engineer Mike eating a bucket of chicken wings across you. Please, Ann, this man cannot enjoy himself with you out in the audience uh, shooting him the stink eye up there with 15 women. And he had to look miserable, right? Did he? No, I told him. I said, go up there and have fun. Mm-hmm. He, 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 I did he, do a boner check when he got off the stage, though. Oh. <laughs> Did he have a bone? No. <laughs> really? Oh, he Believe me. He had it tied down. Let me tell you, let me tell you the conversation that uh, went on uh, it is, it is, subliminally between, between him, and him and the boner. Uh, hey, I'm, uh, I'm pretty frisky. I'm thinking about uh, getting out. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. You must. I'll disown you. I'll, I'll lock you in the bathroom. Uh, I'll not let you out. I'll put a bowl of water in there and uh, some balsamic vinegar and you'll not get out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a great wife, so there. Yeah, you're spectacular. I am. I know. Well, I, I'm very surprised at that. Oh, Anne okay. is usually the one who uh, rats out guys who uh, on their bachelor party and stuff like that. That's amazing. And so did he you had, see anybody I've there? Rat in one person. Did you though. see anybody there you could tell on? No. No, I no celebrities. No. How'd the girls look? I thought I'd run into you, Adam. How'd our girl look? She looked great. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I could remember her name. All right, so uh, Doug had a good time. You had a good time. Yeah. They treated you right? Oh, yeah. They knew who you were and everything? Yeah, they came over and gave us T-shirts and... Excellent. Excellent. Oh, it was fabulous. Let me tell you how life is. Life is either you're paying uh, $15 for a $2 uh, T-shirt or uh, people are loading so many T-shirts on you, you look like you're selling them <laughs> yourself. <laughs> and then they roll around in your car and become like uh, some kind of snot rag until you throw them out. Or uh, give them to some uh, uh, jokers, clean up dog crap at, at your yard. I never understood the point of a strip club. I just never got it. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, do you why, mean? Why do you Why do you go and and pay money to be teased and leave home, leave there with a boner and don't get to satisfy yourself? Mm. I mean, what, you you're what, saying they should open rape clubs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would go to the extent of a rape club. Well, I tell you, you could get but, you, you really get some business if you open a rape club for a while. Yeah, I just I just think that they, <laughs> there should be a I don't know. 
to just do that, it just seems senseless to spend See, that's money. A, that's and get the sort of thing that return. you get in Vancouver. That I come to LA and and it's really it's really tame. As a matter of fact, there was a a place called the Rape Club. I thought you were referring to it directly. <laughs> Ronnie's uh, Rape Shack. Yeah, that's yes, right. I right. went there when yeah. I was in Vancouver. All y'all Beautiful. Are going place. to hell with gasoline. You're all <laughs> Ronnie's Rape Shack. Let, let me tell you something about uh, Canada. I was there uh, one time visiting the set of um, Sucks. Uh, what the hell they film up there. That uh, Fox X uh, Files. X Files. I'm looking at Drew like he has a, an answer in him that doesn't have to do with medication. Uh, he, I'm going to the set of that, and after we're done, naturally, we got to go to the uh, strip clubs. These women are spectacular. There was no cover charge. Uh, beers um, uh, that uh, you couldn't fill a, a Viking uh, helmet wouldn't, wouldn't hold all this beer. And uh, beautiful, spectacular women doing uh, everything you wanted them to do in a, in a clean, non-threatening setting. Oh man, you should Canada really has got king. it going on with the man, clubs. Man, go down to the first king of the Barbary Coast. Really? Man. Where is that? That's on 103rd, 100, no, 134th and uh, Western. Oh no, yeah. no, I'm a white guy. No, no, you can go with me. It'll be, it'll be cool. You'd be, will kill you too. No, no, you, my brother. You'd be like white chocolate. We go there together and just check it out. You'd love it, man. You'd start kicking my ass too. You turn on me. There's a hundred. I can't go down there. I didn't even know it got over ninety. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Western. You kidding? They kill me. I'll put you on the guest list. Oh, it's uh, no, I'd be destroyed. But Hawaii, that has some of the best best strip joints around. Yes. I went there and never saw the sun. Two dollars and fifty cents. People, uh, you know, people go to Hawaii and they come back with like uh, sunburns. Right. I, I went back, came back with freezer burn. I just sat <laughs> next to the air conditioning duck at this uh, place called the Rose. Uh, the entire six days I was there, and never saw the sunshine. <laughs> Tyson, yeah, oh, God. you're nineteen. Yeah, what's going on? Um, well, my shaft is bent, and it's it's bent only when it's when it's erect, but when it's not, you know, it just kind of Hangs there in limbo, I guess. Handicap. Yeah. But no, no, nothing's bent when it's, uh, when it's flaccid. And if it is, uh, when it gets erect, it's doing an effing loop. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, if it's bent while it's flaccid, it's really coming all the way around. Yeah, it's, it's normal while it's flaccid, but when it's, uh, when it's erect, it's bent and it kind of hangs over about two or three inches and it's kind of uncomfortable for my partner. Mm hmm. Oh well. I was wondering if there was something I could do for that. Maybe you can turn upside down. Nope. Drew, why are you being so combative? Because um, it's, it, I mean, a, a slight curve is is normal. All right, well, maybe uh, this is more than that. And, uh, and how do you define that? As we get these calls all the time, at a certain point, it becomes uh, what they call Peroni's disease. When it gets to a certain... Uh, English. Well, uh, when there's right. a certain enough English on your penis, it becomes a disease. Well, Other it, than that, mostly associated with function. If you're able to have an erection and not have pain during erection yourself, then it's considered, you know, uh, something you don't have to worry about. So, oh, sometimes taking vitamin E will help. Uh, it's usually caused by a scarring on one side of the penis that pulls the penis over to that side. How do you get the scarring though? If there wasn't any it, trauma, it's yeah, that's Peroni's. I, I don't know anybody really knows that. Mm -hmm. And if it's severe, it can be uh, the other side can be sort of shortened. If if this is pulled this way, you bring this side up around. Mm. You, I swear, can't they lengthen the short side instead no. of shortening the long side? No, you have to put a wedge or something in there, and there's no such thing. Right? Gonna, you guys work on that. So normal now. <laughs> Enough with this cancer nonsense. Start working on the penis wedge. Tyson, yeah, is it is it painful? Yeah. No, not for me, but no, my partner. All right, then, then, then don't screw with it. 
Man, you got a gift. Don't let nobody fool you. You got a gift. Your, your penis curves and does tricks. You got a gift. Hard to reach places, huh? Huh? Yeah, you can get places that other folks can't get. I'm telling you, man, there's money out here. Get it. Yeah, it's like that, uh, you know, they advertise that uh, flashlight with, like, the twisty gooseneck. You can get up under places that uh, normal normal flashlights couldn't get to. That's uh, that's you, Tyson. Twist. Hey, Tyson, uh, you, you're going to be all right, man. That's yeah, true. there's okay. no pain involved. All Everyone's right, got a little curvature. Don't yep. worry, Kirby. Yep. All right. Kirby. <laughs> Renee. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Okay, this is a question for Dr. Drew. Yeah. I wanted to know, can um, having depression, clinical depression, cause you to eat more? Sure. desire to eat more? Sure, and so can the medicines that people give you to uh, treat the depression. Hey, Renee, you're 28. Yeah. You haven't uh, figured that one out yet? Hey, depression, <laughs> change in appetite is one of the, the hallmark symptoms of depression, either too much or too little eating. Hmm. So what is the cure? Uh, are, are, is it from the depression for you, or is it from yeah. the medication? Um, from the depression, and now I'm starting with Paxil, and it's you know just starting to do the same thing. Um, it's a little bit, yeah. I have more of a craving for sweets. Can uh, they put the um, uh, Paxil in a donut form or something like that? Sure to could, take care of both uh, things at once. The craving, but I'm not sure if that would take care of the weight. Put down That's very things. good. Uh, Renee, um, what I normally have people do, what I try to people do when they're complaining of this sort of thing, whether it's from medication or otherwise, and when they really can't manage a diet on their own, is to A, develop some sort of exercise program, and B, meet with a dietitian and really document what you're doing and talk about balancing the diet out appropriately. Well, what does the dietitian tell you that you don't already know? The dietitian know? Will really, can really develop menus that are properly balanced and based on your life pattern and based on your preferences. And I've seen some pretty amazing results in people who are insistent that they never ate. And if you eat properly, uh, you can lose weight. Okay. All right? Thanks. All right. Well, that's uh, pretty easy. How do you um, how do you get to the ripe old age of twenty eight and not know that your uh, emotional condition has a little something to do your with head. your eating patterns? Yeah. For Christ's sake! Well, let's state it. I mean, eating and sleeping; those are two hallmark uh, problems of depression: sleeping too much, sleeping too little, eating too much, eating too little. Mm, right. Yes, I've uh, noticed that myself. When I uh, used to be depressed, I sleep all the time. Uh, now uh, I don't sleep well at all. Is that good? You're still depressed. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that, Drew. I told Drew I started back up with therapy, and um, he stood up and cheered. <laughs> and I Hallelujah. Now, wouldn't you be insulted by that if you uh, just sort of confide in someone? Hey, uh, listen, I got back into therapy. Today. Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, yeah! All right! <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you know, like you're watching a ball game or something. I, you know, like it's a, uh, the NHL uh, playoffs and you just yeah, scored a I've goal. I've often wondered, do, do doctors get therapy? You can. Why not? Do you? Do you? But if you need no. it, you'd have it. I mean, no, but he's but you, sure, uh, you gotta watch his eyes light up when he finds out his partner's got a little therapy. <laughs> oh, he's elated. I mean, if, if you, if you were going to be, for instance, uh, an analyst, uh, you have to get analyzed. You, you do? To you get your own stuff out of the way so you can do the proper Is work. Is your stuff out of the way? Mm, 
I'm we're not doing a treatment here. I hope my stuff's out. Well, no, I'm just if you ever want to talk, they don't get offensive, Drew. Just answer the question. No, I'm just wondering his question. My stuff is present. Is it out of the way? If he ever wants to talk to me, I'm just here for you, man. That's all I'm saying. You ever want to talk to a cast of of a sketch comedy trope? Drew Aries is extending his hand. No, but he's asking a great question, which is which is how much of what we do here is an expression of our own stuff. Well, there's no doubt Drew's a whack job, but that's all right. Takes care of his family, pays his bills. I just want to hang out with the guys I'm doing yeah. business with. I'm thinking of going down to that strip club with Me, the Aries the after the show. And I'm coaching or driving know. up north with Will. All right, uh, we're going to go to break, and we'll be back with the uh, Mad TV guys after this. This is Loveline. Loveline will be right back. This is Darren from Goldfinger, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Mountain Dew. I mean, Dr. Drew. Oh. Oh, no, that's all I could come up with in short notice. Morning. <laughs> I love when uh, Darren uh, from Goldfinger just becomes a whipping boy for the for the entire group. Becomes it? When is he not? I know, he could kick all their asses, though. Right. He's, a, he's a big lummox, that uh, Darren. He could really whoop a lot of ass, but uh, he still takes a beating. It's like uh, pinking the brain or something. That group. <laughs> Ari Spears and Will Sass are both here from Mad TV in its uh, third season on Fox, uh, 11 o'clock. The uh, alternative to uh, Saturday Night Live, which uh, I think has a... Um, Saturday Night Live to me, you know, it's, it'd be, it'd be really fun. I don't know who's, uh, if anyone's ever done this, but it's been on the air for what, 25 years now or 20, 20, 21 years. It was like 77, something like that. 75. 75? 25, 25. Yeah, 22 years, 23 years. 24 years. Right. I'd love to see a, uh, graph. Like the, uh, the com, uh, comedy meter or something like that, you know, <laughs> uh, the years with Belushi and Aykroyd and then, um, Going downhill when it had like, um, uh, Anthony Michael Hall <laughs> in it, like the, uh, or, you know, mid eighties or something. And then, uh, maybe back up with the, the Eddie Murphys or the, you know, whoever, name your, name your person. But it'd be interesting to, uh, take a look at that graph and, uh, see if you can pick holes in it. Uh, but a show that is, uh, on a steady climb is, uh, Mad TV. And, uh, we have been, uh, on board with this Mad TV from the word go because uh, I think we had, uh, the original cast on the TV show and on the radio show. And, uh, then a few people, let's see, let me, uh, try to think. <coughs> I actually know, uh, for the people, I, I believe. Um, I know, uh, Lisa. I know, uh, Alex. I know, um, uh, what's her name from the Groundlings? We had Nicole. Oh, Mary. Mary Shear. Nicole, right? All right, Nicole Sullivan. Yeah, but they, I knew four of them before they were even on oh, uh, Mad TV, which oh, is like cool. uh, half half the cast there. All right, Steve. Hey, how's it going? And by the way, uh, would like to say this: I uh, come from a sketch comedy background, and uh, and that's why I got out of it. It's a very difficult. Uh, process and it doesn't get uh, the recognition it deserves. It is a bitch week in and week out to deliver in a sketch comedy format, and that's why the by the way why I don't bag on any of these shows. If people are complaining about Saturday Night Live, I'll never say, "Oh yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I could do better than that," because it, it is 
Until you've tried that format, it is a tough format to be consistent with, week in and week out. All right, Steve. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Good. Um, I have a question for uh, Dr. Drew mainly, but uh, okay, when I'm having sex with my girlfriend, um, sometimes I have to like pee really bad, and one time she asked me to like pee why I'm actually in her, and she says she gets like orgasmic feelings and it's really warm and nice, but I was just wondering, is there like a risk to that, or is that like bad or dangerous? Or <sighs> like I pee a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. it's after I like have a big gulp or something. How about during oral sex? <laughs> not quite. Mm-hmm. How about number two? Uh, no, not not there yet. Not there. And believe me, you're peeing inside of your girlfriend at 18 yeah. years old. Uh, the number two, uh, you know, you know the reason why they call it number two, Drew, comes right after number one. <laughs> it is uh, just around the corner. I can see him poking his little head out of the corner there. Oh, Wearing a little corn yamaka. Yes, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Freaky, Steve. Uh, this is Drew. Uh, isn't that? Uh, it's a new one on me. I've never even, really considered it's this. It's difficult uh, to urinate when you have an erection. It is. Why do you think? It is indeed. Um, are you serious, Steve? Yeah, I'm totally serious. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when you're on top, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <sighs> Otherwise, it's like... I don't yeah, know. when you're on the bottom, it's like a car went off the road and hit a fire hydrant <laughs> or something. <laughs> and somebody, somebody like, rolled a, uh, a, uh, a, a pretzel vending cart over it or something <laughs> to try to stop it. But. We've been waiting for this phone call. Um, <laughs> urine is sterile. Yeah. It is? Yeah. No way. Yeah. The doctor uh, just told you, and you say no way. Uh, it should be, unless you have an urine infection. And uh, it, although, why is the urine sterile? Because it's inside, that's inside your body. What about the feces? That's outside your body. That is not outside your body, Drew. And stop this argument with me. We get into this once a year, where Drew says your crap is outside your body. What's that? No, what do you, say? No, 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 you hear Drew's logic? Yeah, he says your totally your ass is outside of your body, <laughs> but your urethra is inside of your body. How does that work, Drew? And please wow. put it in layman's terms so Basically, that we can understand. Your your mouth and your anus are continuous with the outside world. They are. Oh. They're, they're in one. You could take a, a line and draw it through and it would come out the other side. All right, so I could swallow the beginning of a ball of yarn and, and then you could like side. floss yes. my uh in inside, colon. Innards. Yes, I could. Okay. Okay. So I, I, and that's outside. It's all outside. But the but the urine, it, it, your blood is being filtered and being dumped and the urine into a sterile container, the bladder. Okay. So uh it just no. uh, just in case uh we get um, um cast adrift at sea. Uh drinking urine, good, right? You uh, can do that? You can do that except that you that you will start increasing urea because that that's Ooh. what what most of your excreting so your BUN will start to climb and you'll get uh you can get problems from that. Well, you yeah. figure once you hit the shore, it'll only be a couple more days on the urine before you go to tap water, Drew. I'm just saying, you know, in a pinch, <laughs> in, you can people, drink the urine. People do that and to survive. It's, uh-huh. it's a way of retaining volume. Now, should you blow the head off it or just uh, <laughs> slug it right down? Just, just uh, take it down. Okay. Put a raw egg in it. That's great. Um, oh. Boy. I like to do what I call a little, uh, uh, something, something called, it's called the Duke charge. I will, uh, crap in a shot glass and, and drop shoot it, it right. drop it in the urine. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Right. Fantastic. Hey, Steve? God. Yeah. Will here. You know, uh, having heard what the doctor said. I think you guys are so cool. I love your show. Yeah, right. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> having heard what the doctor said, I I think it's good, clean, fun. Oh, I'm the board. Yeah. And that way, I I'm going to try it, it actually. That way, I haven't finished it. Oh, yeah, sorry. you got to understand that the, the pH and oh the. Oh, my God, it's the best. But, Steve. <laughs> oh, boy. The freak. I knew it. The freak. But the, the pH and the concentration of the urine and, again, the, the waste products, the urea and whatnot, 
I would think could be quite irritating to the the, the lining well, of the she, vagina. She says the warmness and like. I understand uh, at the moment there's yeah. some there's some pleasure associated Ooh. with this as your girlfriend reports it, but I'm concerned that it can cause some irritation down there, may predispose her to infections. Of Has she vagina. ever complained about irritation? Oh, not at all. She's, how, she's man, have fun then. Yeah, she's a she tough girl. It. Back up, take long yeah. shots, do your thing. How man. often yeah. do you guys do this? I'm sorry. How often do you guys? Do you do ever this? pull out? Oh, God, like I only done it like four times. Ooh, do you yeah. go but, shower right afterwards? Why don't you guys yeah, practice? Yeah, Are you guys your only partners, respectively? I mean, have you ever been with anybody else? No, this is the, this is the first person. And for her, like fourth or fifth. And aren't you worried about safe sex <clears throat> for you? Yeah, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, but then the, the condom would just blow up. <laughs> yeah, and right, you'd have to reabsorb oh. the the urine in order to get out. <laughs> Where are these girls at, man? I always get nice girls. Where oh. are these girls at? Uh, you don't want to see this one, believe me. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's not Claudia Schiffer's uh, younger <laughs> sister, but believe me. It's not Natasha Henstridge. Hey, uh, Steve. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, how much? I mean, do you begin urinating and don't stop, or do you just give a little, uh, little, little shot? It's it's just like okay like after five minutes because I don't know maybe it's something but every time I have sex I have to go all the time right it's the same with masturbating so uh like mm. in the middle of it I just have to go but it's like a lot you know because I drink a lot Annie listen to this we please give a female perspective on this please you won't <laughs> we we this uh, never would have needed a woman's point of view on this so much as now no and you'd not go for this would you no okay. no not your like not your way. thing no. Uh, who, who? What guy are you really into beside your husband oh. and me, Ann? Just pick one. God, I can't even think. Mike, Anybody okay. who beat and, you two. Engineer Mike. Wow. Uh, here's my point, Ann. Um, uh, George Clooney, you wouldn't let him urinate in you, would you? No. Brad no. Pitt, maybe. Really? Maybe. <laughs> just, just to get a look at his penis? Yeah, I do Brad Pitt like that. You really? You let him, you let him whiz on you? <laughs> All right, well, uh, Brad, if you're listening, uh, come down to the studio. Come down, baby. Have yourself a build, big gulp on the way in. <laughs> All, right, All right, Steve, uh, we're going to let you go. Uh, right. Listen, does, doesn't this kind of make a mess? I mean, uh, well, yeah. Well, one, the, the last time we did it, we put like a big blue tarp over the bed. Uh-huh. And and it well you know when you're in the middle of the bed your the bed decreases so all the, it's like a it's kind of like a river. <laughs> you are sick, that's sir. That's wonderful. And you are a mess. Well, by the way, this is uh this is eighteen and this kind of stuff is it, at eighteen. I was so thrilled with the notion of sex itself <laughs> that that uh, you know the idea of experimenting was yeah. uh, just way beyond um, uh, any any sort of reasonable uh, realm. I mean, you know, I was so excited. Just having yeah, sex was back, a thrill yeah, at 18. Back then, you, you remember you had to walk to school in the snow five times. That's true. My, I had a condom with a drawstring <laughs> <laughs> on it that we used to have to wash and hang out on the line. That's how the neighbors knew you got lucky. They saw the condom drying. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Ari Spears and Will Sass are both here from Mad TV, and uh, we're running just a little bit late for our 10-second top-of-the-hour break, so uh, we'll get to that, and uh, we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. Who is, who is, who is... 
KMKF Manhattan Topeka Junction City 1015 K Rock. It is Love Line. I'm Adam Carolla. That is uh, Dr. Drew. Phone number 1 800 LOVE 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. Tyra Banks coming in at the end of the week. And uh, my girlfriend Natasha Henstridge came in last night. <laughs> Admitted she had a crush on me at one point in her life. I don't care if she was a, a zygote when she had a crush on me. I, mean, I will still cling to that. And uh, Tyra Banks, who I have heard has a crush on Dr. Drew, will be in here and on word, Thursday. Where did you hear that? I, I'm, I'm not being evasive, but I, I can't remember. It was uh, a reliable source. That's and I remember nonsense. she came in here about uh, six, eight months ago. She had horrible food poisoning, uh, undid her pants unzipped her zipper in true uh basically uh thumped her abdomen like he was uh, melon shopping and i think there's a certain bond there <laughs> that uh, has not been broken since you know how these uh, these model types always take up with uh doctors do, do they oh. okay no it's probably stupid. <laughs> no they don't do that no they go out with other model types but uh, i <laughs> I'm, you know, now here's what these model types do. They go out with the actors and the models. Uh, that is their first husband. But as they get a little bit older, a little more seasoned, they take up with uh, the doctors. Oh, they start. Yeah. Okay. So it goes. Uh, thank you, Ann. It rock goes star. a musician, a rock star. Then it goes to uh, actor. Then Matthew after a couple. Member. Couple divorces. That's that's. This is after menopause. Hold oh. on, you. I'm getting to you guys. Okay. Uh, then it goes to uh, entrepreneur, and that's when the doctor, lawyer, real estate guy, business guy, uh, sort of uh, working sect, uh, sort of uh, high up on the ladder, but still non-celebrity guys. Now, Drew, with your quasi-celebrity status for as long as you have it, I don't know when that's ending. As soon as I leave, I guess, is when the when, uh, where you're pulling up stakes, yeah. too, because this show ain't going to last a minute. Yeah, but okay. uh, Right now, you're somewhere between the rock star... Uh, sorry, somewhere between the actor and... let you go. <laughs> Please overpower you and get, get out the door. The point is, is uh, Tyra Banks is um, probably about three uh, to five years away from uh, settling down with you. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, can you, believe, oh, yeah. Oh, can, yeah. can you imagine those? Uh, it'd be the first Aryan mulatto babies ever. <laughs> you too. Can you imagine the kids? Oh, they'd be spectacular. All right, so uh, she will be in here, and we'll uh, figure out uh, if she really likes Drew. I will get it out of her. Anyway, uh, Aries and uh, Will are both here from uh, Mad Ooh. TV, and uh, you guys are waiting uh, to find out about the, is it the fourth season? Fourth season. Yeah. Now, how many do you expect, or do they give you a number? Because uh, we do the same thing with our uh, TV show. You sit around and wait, and then they tell you <laughs> you're coming back, and then they tell you how many episodes you'll be doing. Uh, is it is it thirteen? Is it twenty six? Uh, we did twenty five this year. No, the numbers are different when you're not on cable. All right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. The, no, the thing about it, cable is uh, we do sixty five and get paid like we did six. 
That's uh, that's really the only difference between being on cable and regular TV. But you did twenty five last last go round season, yeah. And before so, that, they I think GI really don't know, but I think there were times where they did a little bit less. Well, if you don't know, you shouldn't come. Would yeah, you, well, you know, Aries, I did. Water you, under the bridge. Would you expect to do? Uh, would you expect twenty five or somewhere around there you know to what? be the number? I sure hope so. With the networks, you just never know. You, you never can call never it. Know. All right. Well, I, I put a curse on all other Fox programming. So uh, that mad uh, TV. Although, no, wait, I shouldn't put a curse on it. That means it'll do well. Yeah, it means it'll do put well. Put a curse on it. Yeah. Put a curse Yo, on it. Put it on mad TV. Okay. Can, yeah, can go ahead. Plug? Y'all can see me on later uh, this Wednesday with Ice T. Comes on at one thirty in the morning after Conan. Are you hosting that? No, I'm. I'm You're the guesting guest. that. I'm the guest. Oh, Ice T. Ice T's a host, and I'm the guest. Isn't that weird? Like, like Ice T is I, like. I would think you'd be thousand times more famous than Aries, <laughs> and yet Aries is being interviewed by rap legend Ice T. And we just spoke to rap legend it's Ice T. Because Ice-T he's today. Canadian, that he's player hating at this point. So who I, you talking you, about me now? Yeah, yeah. But don't don't worry about it. We'll we'll get you in there. That's kind of cool. They have, I have a great publicity company. You might want to check them out. They have a uh, rotating uh, host, right? Like Cindy Crawford hosts yeah, that sometimes. Either, it's either it's either Cindy Crawford, Ice T, or or, uh, or like uh, right. You, you told me this joke yesterday and wouldn't find it. So don't, don't try again. <laughs> oh man! But they, they the brothers host that show. The uh, spokesmodels and uh, brothers. brothers, right? Right. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I went out uh, once and met with the guy about uh, hosting that show. He they, never heard of me. Let you one, until, you, no. until you go to the Barber Coast to the first king. Uh, that's that's what the guy told right. me. So you come down on the guest list yeah. and you host. He said you get your, aunt, your ass stamped three times at the Barbary <laughs> Coast and uh, we'll give you a spot. All right, so when is that? Is that uh, next? Uh, this Wednesday. This oh, this Wednesday. 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 The 15th. All next right, uh, say uh, hi to us, uh, Tyson. We, we just spoke to the guy uh, on the phone. <laughs> In a bizarre, I don't even want to explain the circumstance, but it was 9.15 uh, in the morning. I was uh, at my house that in my bathrobe, bizarre. and Hearing we were chatting yeah. it up with uh, Ice-T. Yeah. It's something weird about seeing, talking to him in the morning. Uh, Craig. Hi, guys. You're 30. Yeah. What's going oh. on? Oh, I'm just uh, bored and listening to you guys. I just found you a little while ago. Found you inter- interesting. So. Where, are you, uh, where are you listening from? Uh, San Jose. <laughs> What's your question? Uh, my question is, uh, I, I'm somewhat of a pro-legalization person, and uh, I just uh, hear all the time that that, that from the uh, Partnership for Drug-Free America, all those things, saying marijuana is the worst thing in the world, practically. And if any of you guys were addicted to something and you could get a clean supply, what would you choose? You would have to be addicted to something. If if all of us had to be addicted to something, mm-hmm. huh. when we could get a clean supply, I mean, a, a something that hadn't been uh, stomped on a bunch of times with uh, like um, arsenic, arsenic, yeah, yeah, he's probably yeah. home right now making a bomb. Well, I'd have to go with uh, marijuana. Does pornography count? No, no drugs. Mm, that's rough. What if I ate the pornography? Would that count? It, it, you got to no. say it's. I, I mean, it's a little bit like saying, "Would you rather die by cyanide or?" Oh, shut up, Drew. You'd be on the weed with everyone else. But but uh, <laughs> but there are there are. I think the point you could make though is that there are other consequences from the use of other drugs that are more severe than marijuana. For instance, uh, crimes. Like sixty percent of people in, in who are convicted of crimes were using alcohol at the time of their crime. Oh yeah. And, what about homicide? And that, and that people on heroin have much more. Let me ask you a question, Drew. What percentage of people that committed a homicide, whether it be uh, a manslaughter, first degree murder, second degree murder, 
vehicular I think, manslaughter. I think you'd see a what do you think the percentage on alcohol as opposed to the percentage on marijuana right. was? That's right. It's, it's that's, night and day. And, and stimulants, too. I bet the percentage on marijuana is lower than the percentage of people with nothing in their system. That may be true. Yes, and this is what they don't tell you. But, and, but. and Craig... Listen to me, you uh, 30-year-old uh, hippie who's bored. <laughs> they don't say this partnership for drug-free America does not say that marijuana is worse than all these drugs. Their mistake is a drug is a drug, and that's where they screw up. They say either it's legal or it's not, and if it's illegal, then it, it might as well be uh, doing, um, it might as well uh, be giving yourself a, an enema with crack cocaine or smoking marijuana. It's the same thing, and it's yeah. not. If you it, think about it, the uh, the biggest illegal drug problem we have is people under the age of 21 or 18 smoking cigarettes, smoking yeah. or uh, drinking alcohol. alcohol. Of That's the biggest illegal but, drug. But you problem. understand that addiction is addiction. It's just that the natural history is different depending on the psychological, sociologic circumstances and the biology of the particular drug. I guess when you think about it, what, which is the worst thing for your body? Um, uh, alcohol. In the drugs. I mean, because, uh, alcohol. Uh, alcohol. We give uh, morphine to people Craig? in pain. Craig. Hey, I said alcohol Craig, is the worst for your body. Let me explain something. Forget about this whole um, your logic is not hold though spin campaign you're yeah. doing on drugs. Worry about getting laid and getting out of that crappy apartment. <laughs> That's what you need to focus on. You're never going to get laid with this uh, sort of propaganda. You, you understand? Yeah. It. It. Yeah. I think again, Chicks do not want to hear uh, intellectual arguments about the legalization of marijuana. They want to see you uh, pull up in a, like uh, some kind of convertible, uh, honk that Italian-sounding horn, and then uh, whip out a platinum card when you take them to a nice place. They don't want uh, uh, Craig, who hasn't uh, washed his hair in three weeks, talking about his uh, hemp cardigan he uh, he knitted earlier that day. Okay, you done, Drew? <laughs> Are you? Listen, I, listen. I'm I'm for legalization of marijuana uh, myself, and I don't believe it's uh, any of the government's uh, f in business uh, whether somebody wants to enjoy something responsibly or not. They give you that option with many things in life. They say, "Oh yeah, you can have a gun as long as you're responsible. You can drink alcohol as long as you're responsible. You can do a lot of stuff as long as you're responsible." But somehow, when you say, "Yeah, hey, I'd like to get stoned at home once in a while," uh, mm, we're not going to let you do that. You may spin out. It's ridiculous. It's a very benign drug, at least in terms of how you react. Yes, can you get addicted to it? Uh, certainly. You can get di addicted to a lot of things. But on the other hand, I don't spend every waking hour trying to convince people, uh, like, you know, Woody Harrelson chaining myself to the Golden Gate Bridge so uh, more folks can start uh, smoking pot. I don't want any 15-year-old smoking pot. It's uh, it, it's, it's not a good for them. It, yeah. it, Yes, you are not motivated when you're high on the weed. I know guys who smoke a lot of weed. It hasn't destroyed their life, but it certainly hasn't helped it, and their parents are pissed off. And, and, I, and I, right. I've dealt with a lot of people that has destroyed destroy their life a lot yeah it's it's not, can, not the most common condition no but, but you but it's can not unheard of you can get momentum with just about anything you really really like uh mm -hmm. be it phone sex booze uh cigarettes or uh, corn dogs you can get really really into anything and it can start screwing with your life all right and uh weed is definitely on that list kevin yeah you're 14 uh -huh. what's uh what's going on there Jim? not much okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can now wonder where this is going. <laughs> you weren't molested, were you, Kevin? No. No. Not. Okay. Kevin's in denial. <laughs> Kevin, I just you... want to say I love the show. And, you know, I think that Natasha really wanted you. Thank you. Why are you? Man, I'm going to call her up at home. Hey, uh, Kevin, the stone 14 year old. He All said right. you were into me, Natasha. 
Uh, Kevin, what's your question? Well, I was wondering, I like drink a lot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And okay. I was wondering, is there like any really long-term effects? Yeah, the one you're going through right now. Right. That's the tip of the iceberg. The that, yeah, the, uh, the Jerry Lewis thing you're going through right now. That, that, that there Jerry's will be kids. progression of your use, and presumably you're an alcoholic. That there will be blunting of your emotional development. That there will be damage to your liver and your brain. Your Scary. nutritional status will uh, suffer. You can get disorders of the skeletal muscle, the heart muscle. I Makes mean, you fun at parties, though, doesn't alcohol, it? Alcohol is the only drug of addiction that is actually poisonous to all human tissue. Heroin, as uh, our last stone caller pointed out, uh, you can take morphine and be fine. You can take heroin and be fine. Oh, Drew, that's propaganda. I won't let you say that on the air. Man, you're Please. 14 years old, man. Come on. You, Where are your you parents? You need to be drinking, man. Where are your parents? Sleeping. Where? Sleeping. 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 Do they know you're drinking? No. How do they miss it? I just walk it up in my file cabinet. Do they, uh, do they drink themselves? Yeah. Like, they'll have a beer every once in a while. Why are you in such pain that you feel... Do uh, you just feel euphoric on alcohol? It just feels so great? Or are you, are you avoiding something? I don't know. Mo the number one people... I was, I was just pretty much wondering, you know, what the effects could be. All right. Profound. The number one people that... Reason that people begin a relationship with substances is to escape. Escape some unpleasant state of affect. Or escape some circumstance. For something. me, it's when there's nothing on TV, but that's... That's an unpleasant... That's, that's escaping. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> escaping then, uh, bad programming. But when it begins to escalate... Never Saturday night at 11 o'clock, though, fellas. I'm stone cold <laughs> sober when I watch that mad TV. <laughs> you have to be. Kevin, you got to play parents. you got to get help. you got to talk to somebody. Man, you, because, should be, uh, you should be playing this Nintendo 64, man, and, and right. flipping through some Playboy ads. And, and by the way, uh, if I ever have a kid, uh, there will be nothing locked in his room. There will be no uh, file cabinet that's uh, locked away. I will have uh, all access to everything. I don't care if I have to go uh, get the Daryl Gates' uh, battering ram and drive it down the hall. Kevin, find something you're good at and do it. Believe in yourself. Find something you can do, sugar, and do it. All right, Drew, knock that off. It's very <laughs> condescending. Sarah? Yep. You're 22. Yeah. What's going on over there? Uh, I've been having nightmares about my brother, and they're kind of of a sexual nature. Uh-oh. Yeah. Do you think that something happened? I didn't until I started having them, and now I kind of wonder. Did something trigger the dreams? I'm sorry, what? Do you remember what triggered these dreams? Why did no. you start having them? Um, I started having them a while ago, and lately they've just been more periodic. Mm, uh, but don't you kind of know when something was up? That's what I figured. I mean, I don't remember anything, and I have these dreams that makes me feel really sick and weird and twisted. Mm -hmm. And like I said... What's what else going on in your life right now? Um, I'm getting ready to move. And yeah, what about your relationships? Uh, everything there is fine. What's your brother doing? He is living on the West Coast. I haven't talked to him in probably about five years. Mm -hmm. He moved out to the West Coast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. He's, yeah, he could have done something. Most people that move out to the West Coast, they're uh, fleeing a, a past of molestation. I see. Glad to hear that. Oh, yes, absolutely. That includes everyone in the room. Except for uh, Drew and I, because uh, we're natives. <laughs> we would flee to Canada. So, Sarah, mm -hmm. what what does he do? Does he have a family? Um, he's married. Mm -hmm. And your relationships have been okay up until now? Uh, no, actually, we haven't talked for about five years. No, no, your relationships with men, or are they oh, with men? Fine. They've no, been fine. fine. They're mm -hmm. with men? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Other than after I have these dreams, uh-huh. I really don't feel much like doing anything. Uh-huh. You ever start crying when you're having sex? Um, sometimes afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm. My girlfriends cry before sex. That's... <laughs> Usually, uh, when the when the when the drawers come down, that's when the crying begins. <laughs> Sarah, just the yeah. first just the first time. I you know I have mixed feelings about this kind of stuff. You know I don't I don't want people to ignore uh, indications that uh, something may have been up. On the other hand, uh, you can have a lot of weird. You know, I've I've dreamt yeah. my dad's killed me about fifteen times, and right. he only actually tried three times. Yeah, I mean so, there are there are many other potential explanations for this, and the other sorts of symptoms. We would look for for somebody that had been through this in a more significant way. Uh, you're not really describing to us. For instance, okay. you you're not depressed. You're not anxious. You don't have other symptoms that are bothering you. Your relationships are relatively stable. You're able to sustain intimacy. Mm-hmm. So I I I wouldn't. Why don't, I don't you talk that. to your brother though? Why don't I talk to? Why him? is the relationship such a mess? Uh, partially because of his move. Yeah, uh, we have the world's dumbest callers. We really do. Uh, I haven't talked to my brother in five years. Uh huh. Uh, why don't you talk to your brother? Why don't I talk to him? Because he moved. You know, that, oh, he moved. I, I have a relationship with my sister where I don't really talk to her. I don't talk oh, to my boo-hoo. sister that much I, I either. I haven't talked to her in like years also. So. Actually, she uh, borrowed 4500 bucks from me the other week. Um, well, for me, it's it's always been a case of, you know, I've, I've always grown up in the entertainment industry and, and, and my mother's given me most of the attention and she's always been kind of jealous and oh, bitter. Oh, man! And, uh, really? Aries! Look, relax. How old is your sister? Uh, she's a year older than me. She's oh. four. I'd what, kill myself what, what if my she sister doing was more successful. Uh, she just then. graduated from uh, Indiana University. She's a teacher. Really? So, uh, yeah, we, it's just every time we get together, it's, it's just always this animosity Tension. and this feeling of, of being envious and, but is, it, is that because two's... mama's uh, lavishing praise on, on Aries and well, not on her? Well, my mother's an entertainer, so she's always kind of taken to, to me a little bit more because we're both entertainers. Right. You know, whereas, you know, my sister was always the kind that wished she could do something in the entertainment business, but never really had that. Are you talent. the only two siblings? Children? Yeah. Just uh, two of you. Uh, yeah, that's a little rough. Uh, thank, uh, uh, thank God, no one in my family has any discernible talent or sense of humor or, whatsoever. Or could, give, or could give a crap. If you or I don't know if my family's aware that I'm in the entertainment. Actually, <laughs> you were. You wouldn't even know if anybody in your family had any. I know. Where'd talents? you get that new car, son? Wow, that that carpet cleaning is really paying off. <laughs> so that's got to be a bitch. I, I don't yeah, talk to my sister that much either, and it's kind of weird. But, and, and Drew, I know you don't talk to your sister that much, even though you don't, you know, I don't know if you guys got any weird vibe or anything. But as you get older, when you become an adult, your siblings become another adult. And when you're an adult, you don't hang out with people because, you, like, you don't hang, like, when you're a kid, you hung out with the dude who lived next door because he lived next door and you had to and he was your best friend because he lived next door. And sometimes it's the same way with, uh, brothers, sisters, and family members, which is if they're different people and they're doing different things and uh, maybe you they not the kind of a person that you would hang out with normally, you don't end up spending that much time with them. Uh, I don't know. You don't do that? Don't well, know. you Canadians are different. Everyone's yeah. drunk and ice fishing. <laughs> hey, how about them Canucks? Yeah. I, got nothing to, I got nothing in common with my older brother and sister, and we have a, we have a delightful time. You do? Time we hang out. Yeah, and we got nothing. We got what do they do? Completely different. Like a, a my, moose taxidermy or something? <laughs> what do they do over there? My brother, uh, my brother's, you know, real business type, owns a, like, publishing uh, CD-ROM sort of company. But, see, that but, kind see, of guy. You, but you guys share a relationship, and that's something that wasn't particularly uh, yeah. emphasized in your family. Adam. No. And uh, so if you don't have that relationship. I thought my uh, sister was a foreign exchange student for uh, the first 13 years she was that, in the that house. That relationship was really built. It's forged on some real 
genuine feeling. Yeah, you guys were all right. You went on, yeah. you went on like camping trips when you were little. And, when and I was that really kind of little, stuff. but we don't. You know, my parents don't organize anything anymore, and we still try to. We still make time. As all long right. as I know uh, my Shut Will's okay. mic off. We don't need him <laughs> crapping on our poison. Aries is spilling his soul as, over as here. As, as long as she's breathing and okay, I, I feel like I don't really ever have to talk to her. It's not like a necessity where it's like, man, I haven't talked to my sister. As long as I know she's okay. Yeah, but do you ever, do you ever wonder? I mean, you ever think like, I, you know, I'm, I'm on good terms with my sister, but we're just not tight. Exactly. And, uh, like if, uh, if, if I had a, a kid or I got married or something, I wouldn't call her first. I'd call, yeah, yeah. I'd call a bunch of other people first and then I'd call mm. her. But then sometimes I think, Jesus, she is blood. And, and what if something happened to her or happened to me? I mean, wouldn't, would you feel bad? Oh, you know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, I know you'd feel bad, but would you feel bad about your relationship? If, if, you know what I'm saying? Would you, know you what, think, geez, I should have told her I loved her. I should have done this. I should have done I, that. I, 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 I would think so. Living but, uh, can, you, can you shut up? Oh, but man. the thing, but the thing is, I just feel like honestly closer with my friends than I do All my right. own family. Don't hit, don't hit. Right. All right. That's yeah. uh, that's kind of how call I call your still. sister, Aries. Kevin, are you on the line still? Call your sister. All right. True. Enough with the uh, Aunt Rita voice. Let please. me talk. All right. We're gonna go to break. Uh, Drew will uh, explain to us during the commercial why he loathes his sister, and uh, we'll be back. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline, I'll be right back. Loveline. Yeah, everybody on the floor, this is Ice-T. You're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Nobody moves, nobody gets hurt. Nobody moves. I said, uh, what, Drew? Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> you, you'd always talked about how... Uh, I'd asked you once how you would feel if somebody in your family came up and started asking for money and stuff. Yeah, I said, oh, nobody would even know, nobody would notice, nobody would care, and it would never happen. What, no one would ask me for money? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my own. That's mom and dad and uh, grandparents and that kind of thing. That doesn't uh, exclude uh, siblings uh, or include uh, siblings. Denial, please, true. I never. Uh, I I I told I'd, I'd tell I told you if uh, any, my mom or my dad asked me for money, I tell them to kiss my ass. But not uh, not uh, not my sister. I hope they're not listening. My grandma listens to the show. Had a nice uh, conversation with her um, yesterday, Easter Sunday, about the uh, um, anal sex uh, expert we had in here last Thursday. There's <laughs> nothing better than doing a whole show on uh, anal sex on a uh, Thursday night and then uh, Easter Sunday uh, sitting down and wrapping down with Grandma. <laughs> like she was the program director. Yeah, that... Uh... <laughs> I don't know about uh, the fascination with the anus, but uh, I'll tell you, it was sure was entertaining when you sent her out to the car to get her butt plug. I thought that was good radio. Well, thanks, Grandma. I was drinking it up. Hey, I do that more often. <laughs> Will and Aries are uh, both here from uh, Mad TV <clears throat> in its uh, third season on the uh, fabulous Fox Saturday night, eleven o'clock. Max, yeah, you're sixteen. Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I went out with this girl for like two months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. now that we've broken up, I don't like masturbate and I don't look at porn very much anymore. How long ago did you break up? 
Um, I guess we broke up like maybe a month ago. Mm -hmm. You'll be back. Uh, probably, but yeah. I know. I'm wondering if it's something like that has to do with her, or if it's just something in my mind. How have you been sleeping? Um, I sleep fine. Eating? I eat fine. You never been feeling depressed? Not really. You're just not whacking the, the whack it. Yeah, and it's weird because I did it before. Yeah, well, you know. Believe me, you'll be back. Sometimes a woman can come between a man and his pornography, but uh, don't worry. The pornography will, uh, is just sitting there laughing. It knows. <laughs> it knows it'll have its day again. Yeah. 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 That's your question? Yeah, kind of. Okay, I got this other thing, though. Yeah, what's, what is it? Um, I was at a party, I guess, like two weeks ago, uh -huh. and um, I got really high and really drunk, and my old girlfriend was there. Yeah. Oh, you hit it. Did you hit it? Yeah, the same one, and... Yeah, that's great. <laughs> wow. Go ahead. Um, what I shut Ari's mic off and injured him out of control. What happened? No matter how much Will beats the crap out of his right side, persists on talking. <laughs> I mean, Will's a big guy, too. He he, huh. he whacks you even in a joking way. Yeah, you're injured. Back is broken. Uh, uh, Max? Yeah. And what happened? Okay, so I woke up the next morning, and we were in the same bed. Uh -huh. and oh. we both had our pants on but like her shirt and bra were off oh that's so 16 year old type making I know but, uh, <laughs> but go ahead okay then she said that she couldn't remember anything that happened that night uh, can, yeah. I, can I ask a question uh-huh. Were you on a blue tarp? Thank you. Yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for Sitting, those listening uh, for the past half hour. In your own uh, irrigation ditch with urine uh, filled with urine. Talking. Max, so you think you might have had sex with her? No, I know I didn't. Because okay, I can so, remember everything. All right, what's the question? Right, no, I'm, I'm even. I'm done with you unless you say something really exciting in the next 15 seconds, Max. What's well, the question? How come she can't? She says she can't remember anything. And she I drank can't. well because she right. drank more than you did. She had a black eye. <laughs> Please, I was stupid at 16, too. I just didn't call radio shows and, uh, and announce it to everybody. Come off. I'm done with Max. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, look, first, his first question is, I broke up with a girl, and I haven't, uh, I'm haven't. i not back into the porn collection. Uh, what's up with that? Okay, that's A, number one question. And then uh, B, number two is, I woke up with this chick, and uh, she don't know what's going on. And, and yeah. listen, She drank. She was smoking weed like you, and she doesn't remember. She probably remembers. Let me tell you something. Here's the deal with uh, men and women's uh, memory. Men's memory is real good when it comes to uh, having sex. And women's memory is, um, it's, it's, it's like, uh, you know, Timothy Leary in their last day, in his last days, when it comes to memorization of who they had sex with. On the other hand, uh, you say something ma uh, bad about their mom or a uh, family member or something, and uh, five years later, even if it's just in passing and you shout it out in the car with the radio up loud, they will repeat verbatim what you said about them or about their family or what have you. Women have memories like steel traps only when it comes to incriminating stuff with their men. You know I'm right about this, Drew. Yep, yep. But you ask them uh, how many guys they slept with in college, it's fuzzy all of a sudden. Oh, hard to tell. <laughs> Wasn't many. I know that. All of a sudden, uh, they don't keep numbers. You know damn well a woman is lying when you say to her, how many guys have you slept with? And they go, mm, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's not a lot, but it's been a few. But I, I can't. No effing way. Believe me, this is why women watch soaps. Men can't remember what the hell went on on Monday by Wednesday. 
Women know. That's why men can never get on board with these soaps. They don't matter. They'd be watching. They'd be five years into the show. They'd be going, wait a minute. Who's, which doctors, which one, who was pregnant? Was she, who raped who? Was that the doctor? Women can tell you. Ask, you want to know what a woman's memory is? Ask her what's going on on her favorite soap. She'll tell you, she'll tell you more than the, uh, the script supervisor on the show. Back to the fifties. <laughs> right to the, the origin of the show. Paul. Paul? Oh, he's been on hold for a hundred, uh, actually seventy minutes. So Paul's he's, asleep. Uh, probably asleep. Paul. Pool. Paul, you're Shush, eighteen. There he is. You're breathing. Pool. Pool. He's breathing. True. It's like a doing a effing uh, oh, nature show with ah, you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, you can see. Yeah. They're they're Paul. mating. Okay. Oh, this one's got a tank on it. We must have watched it before. <laughs> All right, this is, do you want to hear him breathe a little more? No, let's go on. How about me? Should I just breathe? No, we hear that all the time. When, all right, but wouldn't it be more exciting to hear the breathing in person, Drew? No. No. <laughs> all right, we'll put Paul back on hold. For some reason, and it's not going to happen this time because I'm announcing it in advance, but they will wake Paul up and he will be back here within a minute and a half. I don't know how that works. Because watch, I'll try it now. Let's see if I can get him back. She's talking to him. Oh, she is. Paul? Well. I don't, I don't know what the hell Lisa or Sherry says to them, but they wake up every time. And we yell at people sometimes. Wake up, wake up, wake up. They don't budge. We put them on hold. We get something on the screen 10 seconds later. He's awake. He's lucid. He wants to talk. Paul? Yeah. Were you sleeping? Yeah, I'm kind of dozing off there. Yeah. How did they wake you up? I don't know. Then I heard beep, and I was like, whoa, wait a second. Somebody wants me. Yeah, it's Lisa okay. or uh, Sherry must make a noise like uh, you know the sounds only dogs and yes, whales can yes, hear. Yes, I think they do something that only sleeping teenage guys can yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, it's called. Oh, pl oh, for Christ's sake! Oh, I'm what? suing everyone. What happened? They just uh, Ann just made that into my ear. Oh, it was we didn't foul. Know. Oh, if she's gonna do it again, I'm taking my. Oh, that's oh, nice. Yeah. I can tell you one thing, guys. Is that what she does? Every male guy, and I'm buttoning up a blouse and a bra. What was that, Paul? Some sort of limerick? Of a blouse and a bra. On? Huh? No, being taken off. Every guy would wake up. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. you got that right. Paul, uh, it was uh, uh, 10 seconds ago, Paul's asleep. Now he's into his A material. <laughs> Thank you. I, the reason why I called is uh, I've been having intimacy problems with past girlfriends. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I get there with the girl... And, you know, and by the way, this is a boner problem, right? You're right. No, no, no. I've, I've never had a problem with uh, standing at attention. Mm -hmm. Oh, I nice mean, words, I've always, Steve. I mean, and I, I've been praised for my uh, prowess. Boner? <laughs> praised. <laughs> You're the man. I've never gotten a, a, compl a complaint from any of the girls. Mm -hmm. Right. But, um, I, I just get up, you know, I step up to the plate, but... All right. What, what is your question? Oh, you got another uh, baseball cliche you want to toss in before you get to the prom? Huh? What is your problem? <laughs> Why do we ever wake Paul? Yeah, he's a bright cookie dear, Paul. Paul? Paul? Yeah. What's the intimacy problem? Um, I guess I have this fear of, of taking, you know, girls. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it virginity because I've dated a few that weren't virgins, but it's like, you know, they, they may cringe or, you know, they may... Like, that outside of a thigh that does not feel good. I always wanted a girl to be subservient, you know, give herself to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you want a woman to give herself to you? And Yeah, I know that may never happen until I get married. What do you mean, give herself to you? Hey, what does that mean? What, are you taking it? Mm -hmm. What does that mean, give herself to you? <laughs> um, 
What the hell is he saying? It's very ironic that uh, we, we woke Paul up. Now he's putting us to sleep. <sighs> Paul, what's what's up, man? I, I just feel like I, I may be, uh, you know, not either able or I don't want. I really want it. You know? oh, okay, you don't feel like you can be a good uh, partner emotionally in a relationship. Is that right? Something like that. You can't give a woman what she wants, and not physically. We know you're all about that, but emotionally, right? Yeah. Okay, here's the deal, Paul. You're 18 years old, and you're aware that this is a shortcoming of yours. A lot of guys have this problem. Uh, I had it when I was 18. I had it when I was 28. Uh, I'm 33 now, and I'm just basically getting to the point where I can actually be a half-decent Boyfriend. Some of this stuff takes a little while to work out. But the point is, is you're 18 and you're aware it's a problem. So all you got to do is uh, begin a little work on it and you're out of the woods, right? I, I, I'm really not sure what oh, you're doing. Oh, shut up, Drew. What are you reading? Anytime you stop get Dr. reading Drew, in the middle of the show. Dr. Drew ain't addressing it, then we know it. The call you know, it's wrong. a boring call when uh, Drew pulls out the medical uh, <laughs> atlas and starts thumbing through it halfway into it. What are you looking at, Drew? Just, uh, DSM-4 criteria for certain substance abuse disorders. Okay, that's uh, yeah. that's fascinating, Ranger. Any pop-up? Do they have a uh, pop-up uh, medical journal? It's a good idea, though. Yeah. Something I could read, something in the waiting oh. room. Paul? All right, we got rid of Paul. Paul? Go back to bed. Paul, you're going to be fine. Just, uh, here's the deal. Uh, I don't believe, uh, there's not many guys that start off as good uh, good partner material. I mean, uh, like I said, uh, you're you're 18, you're 19 years old, you're jealous as hell, you're pain in the ass, uh, you you know nothing uh, about what it takes to uh, keep a woman emotionally uh, satisfied, and uh, as you go on, you have a few girlfriends, you make a few mistakes, you keep your eyes open, you read a book, uh, you watch a little of that Sally Jesse Raphael, and you figure things out. Am I right, Drew? You're right. <laughs> I could have said uh, disagree. One of these. Uh, some nights I go. Uh, uh, Hitler was uh, misunderstood. Wouldn't you say that's a true statement? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was reading for Christ's sake. All right, Drew. Why don't you uh, start earning some of your money and uh, sell the hell out of the next call? Read line okay. five. Lean five. Read line it. five. Read it. Uh, uh, let's see. Dan is eighteen. Had anal sex with um, with gay. With girlfriend. Oh, with oh, that's with Jeff. Uh, with girlfriend and loved it. Um, girlfriend now refuses to engage in it again. How does he um, get the um, Winnic Winnebago parked back in the garage for a second time? And uh, we'll be back to answer that question. Love line with Doctor Drew and Adam Carolla. We'll be right back. Love Lines. Hi, this is Jonathan. And this is David from Corn. You're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Uh, uh, Aries from uh, Mad TV just asked if we were pretty famous, and uh, <laughs> it made me uh, think uh, in certain circles, but uh, we did a uh, interview today with uh, some sort of 
I, I, I don't know. We have to, uh, remind me to, uh, kick our, uh, manager's assistant, uh, Chip in the nads, uh, next time I see him because, oh, uh, he set up some sort of interview for Drew and I. Yeah, Drew and I do a decent amount of uh, interviews and newspapers and radios and stuff like that. And we usually just take whoever's word for it. Our manager calls us and says, uh, hey, you got to talk to these guys in a week and blah, blah, blah. They want to talk. Oh, yeah, okay. If they suggested it, fine. And we talked to some radio, uh, like, I don't know, what was it, in Florida today, Drew? Miami some, or something, yeah. Some sort of kids uh, station or something? Well, they, they, they sold it as, um, as teens helping teens. It sounded like really good. Listen, if these teens want to help teens, get out of radio. Yeah. That would be my suggestion for these <laughs> teens to help other teens. Oh, my God. We got interviewed by this girl who didn't know my name, and uh, she kept saying, it was about three Aaron. occasions, she'd go, yeah, we're, uh, uh, we, we have, uh, his guest today on the show from, uh, the Love Line. We have, uh, uh, Dr. Drew and, 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 um, and, and Drew are here. And Rick Correa. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, she, like, and I'm thinking to myself, listen, I don't, uh, I, we have guests on the show. I don't remember everyone's name either. I write it down on a little piece of paper. This is the beauty of radio. I, uh, slide it, uh, in front of me and I glance down at it once in a while when I reset the show <laughs> and explain who we have on the show. But uh, she did about three times. She's like, uh, Dr. Drew and uh, and uh, uh, the guy, uh, <laughs> she was kind of Brillo in, Head. Then I she think was kind she of insolent. She'd ask us for advice. We'd give it, and she'd go, no. <laughs> started arguing no. on the phone with us uh and it was just uh we we're on the phone with them for like That's a half funny. hour and they were all yelling at the same time and i, I at one point <laughs> just sort of put the phone down and started yeah. taking care of other things right. i was uh in uh, my uh, office and drew was in his I was uh, in the emergency room i was doing paperwork too i was filling out some orders and stuff <laughs> yeah you know, just it was, yeah, ridiculous. It was uh, the, uh tremendous waste of time but uh god bless them uh, they'll never get them off the radio I know radio. Once you get in, it has nothing to do with talent. It has nothing to do with ability. It has everything to do with getting in early. And then you're in. They can't get you out. It's like a, some kind of bad uh, moose, moose club or something. Hey, moose Lodge. Yeah, no, it is. It's like the Roach Motel. Uh, although I don't think it's fair to roaches to compare them to radio people. <laughs> but uh, once you get in, that's it. You're You're on. Maybe it's the same way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe gotta, worse. Here's the deal. Once you, they don't want you to get in, but once you get in TV and if you made it a couple of seasons, uh, then you're in. You're TV guy. So you guys oh, uh, got that. Uh, uh, now, wait a minute. What season are you guys personally on? I know the show is on the third was, season. Uh, this past was our first for me and Aries and four others. Right. So you got, you got, a, you got one more. You can get through the one more. You can get through this Then they next can't get one. you off. Then, then right. we'll be in every... You actually get to start walking place. through other people's sets uh, <laughs> while they're filming. Just walking. Uh, we call it a walk-by. We're going to go uh, walk through a Dr. Quinn medicine woman next week. Uh. <laughs> Who, uh, I can never think of that name, and I have this great mind that always just thinks of insulting names for shows when I can't think of the name of it, even though it's not intentional. Like, I was trying to think of uh, Allie McBeal uh, the other night, and I called it uh, Molly McButter. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of it. And every time I try to think of Dr. Quinn medicine woman, I always go... You know that show, uh, 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 um, uh, Jane Laidlaw, Frontier Nurse, or <laughs> it's always something <laughs> retarded <Nurse>. and bizarre. Jane <laughs> Laidlaw, Frontier Nurse. Which would be a better title for I, the show. You'd watch that, wouldn't you? I would watch Jane and, Laidlaw, and you'd watch, Frontier Nurse. you'd watch Molly McButter over uh, Allie <laughs> McBeal. <laughs> uh, Dan. Dan? Yeah. What's You're 18. Up? What's happening there? Not much. All right. Oh, cool. See how the guy's uh, voice drops about three or four octaves when he said the anal sex? He was uh, sounded like Tiny Tim uh, a week ago. What's going on, Dan? What's the question? 
Well, I had anal sex with my girlfriend once and mm. really loved it, and she doesn't, she didn't like it. Why not? I don't know. What do you think? What do you mean? Could it uh, have something to do with having something in her ass? <laughs> <laughs> do you think maybe that was it? Or? That's the that's the connection for me. That's the the only part of uh, anal sex that I object to. Really, would be having something in my ass. Was it other very, than that? I'm, uh, count me in. Was it yeah. very painful for her? Was it very painful for her? Uh, I don't know. Uh, aren't you concerned with how your partner feels, in particular if it was something very unpleasant? Yeah. And by the way, don't you know when you're sort of administering something to that, somebody, whether it's unpleasant or not? Dan? Yeah. Don't you? Don't I what? Oh, okay. boy. You know, you need to go rent, wait, and exhale. Oh, Dan. Dan, you may not have been in her ass now that I'm thinking, <laughs> now that I'm talking to Dan. Dan could have been in like a knot hole on the headboard or something. <laughs> Just been confused. Oh, my God. Hey, Dan. Yeah. Would you, yeah. Please. What do you do? What do you do? What are you in high school? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You drop out and learn a trade immediately. So every second you spend in uh, class is a waste of uh, taxpayer money. Dan. But Dan, please learn look, a trade. If you're going to have intimate <gasps> contact with another human, be at least uh, mm, cognizant of uh, their preferences. Uh, wait, wait. Yeah, who 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 is this person you're calling your girlfriend? I mean, for all we know, this guy uh, works down at the morgue or something. You never know. Dan? Yeah. Yeah. Is she uh, so cool? <laughs> is she a lucid person? Does she uh, can she carry on conversation and that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. She wake. So she's not a yellow bus she, kid. She, she was a uh, not a short buster. No. Yeah. She was a, she was awake when you uh, did this to her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have a condom on? Yeah. No. No. Oh. Do you wear a condom when you're having a regular intercourse? Yeah. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Why didn't you do it here? I didn't think I really needed it. Because it's a rest. Mm -hmm. yeah, this is the way you, this is a very good way isn't, to get isn't, STDs. Yeah, isn't, isn't, it, isn't it easy to catch? Uh, it's it's certainly easier to give one that way. Right. And it may be easier to catch one. And they catch other things too. I mean, you can get other sorts of bacteria in the urethra and be a big mess. Hey, uh, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan, uh, don't don't do anything that she doesn't want to do. All right. All right. All right. You're 18. You had the the butt love. You can check that off the list. <laughs> start start love. focusing on the threesome now. The butt love. You understand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I tried, but she doesn't. Yeah. She right. doesn't think that that would be. Was yeah. The, the threesome part. Right. All right. Dan is there. There are guys. There's uh. <laughs> There's a lot of guys that just treat a relationship like uh it's the uh LA riots and uh there's a uh, it's a stereo store with a window that's been uh, kicked uh -huh. in. They're just gonna I'm just gonna get in there and grab what I can. I just get what I can. I'll go for I'll, I'll go for a threesome, but if I can't get that I'm going right over to the butt love department, I'll grab one of those. I'm gonna ask you <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, if I can't get that, what maybe I'll those? go for some oral sex. Uh, I mean, department. Yeah, I'll go to the oral sex department and see if I can uh, grab a handful of that before I run out the, the store. I mean, it's more of a looting than it is uh, an actual now, than lovemaking. Think back for a second to when you and your crazy friends were uh, hanging around. Yes. Do you think that your friends, even though, I mean, it's I'm sure hard to, to gain this perspective, but were they as... Uh, I'm thinking of a word that's not too uh, uh, demeaning, demeaning to Dan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, did they sound like serial were, killers? They were, they were that cold, yeah. 
No, my friends always had a sense of humor, especially about anal sex. That was uh, where where they really where they really lit up. Wow. They became very gregarious and outgoing when it came to uh, the yeah, talk of the butt love. Anything about the butt, and your love. group was just completely into it. Yeah, they're really more what like they're like baboons, my friends. Yes, they love uh, anything that comes out of the ass and, and even goes in. You guys have put stuff in, in or out. Yes, they put a jacuzzi jet in there. Uh, they've lit in farts. Uh, they've uh, flung feces. And you anything. still and you still define your friendships by that. Think about it. Somebody who really responds to that kind of humor, that's your friend. Well, this is my generation. A lot of guys, you know, we went through Nam together. Uh, for me, it's like, <laughs> hey, we put jacuzzi jets in our ass, you know? It's, you know, there's a certain... Drew, there's a bond that you'll never know. I guess not. Uh, that, uh, that that you can only get when you've uh, had, had, had a brother uh, put a jacuzzi jet in his ass. <laughs> Oh, yes. And this is Butt Love Radio. <laughs> yes. Love. I love that. Drew makes fun of me. You know you would have done it. You wish you could have been part of this elite uh, fraternity. Maybe that's drug. it. Maybe that's it. Butt Love line. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tish. Yeah. What's going on? Absolutely nothing. All right. I have not heard someone with the name Tish. I had a friend in college named Tish. In, but in 10 years. Yeah. Have you? 20 years. Uh, actually, I've only heard a other than white girl's name, Tish. My real name's Letitia, but... Mm. Are you are you African-American? No. Oh. I'm white. Right. Oh, no, Letitia. I you got to give that name up, yeah. Well, that's right. She changed it to Tish. Oh, there you go. So what's going on? Um... I have a couple questions. Um, I'm 29, and um, I'm, uh, I'm faced with the... the Serious possibility of a hysterectomy come the first of of April, uh, May. Why? Um, why? Um, I'm having a period every two weeks um, of spotting after intercourse. They've done an ultrasound. Um, said my my uterine lining was thicker than normal, but so nothing what? to worry about. Yeah. Um, and I'm really concerned. Um, I, I have. How did you jump from that to hysterectomy? That's a light year away. <laughs> well. Um, it, this has been going on about a year. What do they do on the hysterectomy, Drew? Take out the uterus. Well, don't um, be condescending. Well, they Just open you up. And what it is. Well, they can go vaginally, or they can go sometimes laparoscopically, or open up the abdomen. Well, so you have a question about Howie Mandel. Do I get condescending, or I just answer it? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm being just absolutely okay. straight. Um, you know, you don't but I mean, they, you know, endometrial thickening is not a reason for hysterectomy in a 29-year-old. That's ridiculous. It's what, Drew? Rococulus. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to change that word. Um, I've tried three, three different antibiotics. Um, I've been on K-Flex, Zithromaxin, now Tetracycline. Nothing has stopped it. Um, well, it does sink in. And, and listen, uh, Will is not laughing at your potential hysterectomy. <laughs> I'm laughing at Rococulus, Tish. Bring it Sorry. to Canada. And make I will. It your own. I will. They don't but get the show there. I'll pretend it's mine. What, what is the cause of the bleeding, as far as I can tell? We 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 have no idea. All right, have you than... seen an endocrinologist? I've been to a gynecologist. She's the one that gave birth. Um, I mean, sorry, gave birth. She um, delivered my son. Um, I have two kids, so... So you just want to get things over with? Well, not necessarily. It really scares me because I'm I'm a multiple orgasmer. I I mm. and uterine. I'm af I'm afraid that I'm going to lose the big one. You know what I'm saying? Um, big orgasm. Does that make sense? Does I don't. Sense? Women do complain that that things they feel differently when they don't have the uterus. Uh, I'm not sure if that's psychological or not. I, I'm I'm willing to accept that there is some physiologic alteration, but it doesn't seem to be a big one. No. I mean, it's certainly something that people come accustomed to very easily. Yeah, but it's not like there's some uh, genie that's going to escape your vagina because uh, it's been, uh, you know, freed up. Like a Barbara right, Eden is going to come flying out, out of there. <laughs> For genie and butt love. <laughs> but, but, the Virginie. 
I, I would contemplate seeing an endocrinologist too, uh, endocrinologist. because because I, I wonder what what is going on to cause the endometrial thickening. The Virginie, Drew. The Virginie. Write that down. Okay. Do not let the Virginie out of the bottle. All right, uh, I'll tell you what, since we're uh, just about, we're really out of show here, but I feel sorry for uh, Chris, he's been on hold for 75 minutes. Hey, Chris? How you doing? Yeah, we're done with the show. Is it possible for males to get yeast infections from females? Yes. Yes. Yes, but it's I've uncommon. had this before. It's, un it's uncommon. No. Just cause skin, you have to have the luck of the Corollas to skin, get this. Skin redness, irritation, and sometimes some uh, the yeast can be, be harbored in the you urethra. you got to be careful. Don't go down. You'll come up with dough. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, let me ask him this. Not uh, not racist here, but black guys, they don't like to go down, do they? No, y'all started it. We perfected it. Oh, perfected going down on women? Yeah, I, I had a black dude on the uh, football team once at Valley College say, uh, I don't eat nothing that gets up and walks away when I'm done. Brothers don't eat it unless it's fried. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm right. The brothers don't like to perform oral sex, do they? No, we, I mean, you know, it's just you, we got to watch who we do it on. Hey, you don't have to. You got the big penises and the whole rhythm yeah, thing go. going. You don't you have go. to do that. Guys, we got to compensate you, with the mouth. If you come down to the Barbary Coast, you'll leave with a big penis. <laughs> yeah, in my ass. That's what I'm scared about. Uh, Jamal's penis will be in my ass when I leave the place. All right. Hey, Aries, uh, real yes, real fast before we go to break. Is uh, is your sister have a uh, unique name? Uh, Sharon. Well, that's a little bit unique. Yeah. Because it's funny sometimes when someone's named like uh, LaQuasha and then uh, the brother's name is Ed. <laughs> you know, it's not that kind of weird. My, like not in my they went piece. nuts on one kid. No, no, no. I, okay. Both of us are nuts. Okay. We'll be back. Pure Rock is 101.5 KMKF, Manhattan, Topeka, Junction City. The captain has turned on the no smoking sign. Please return the stewardess to her full upright position for landing. Topeka's home of rock and roll. 101.5 K-Rock. Thank you, guys. Yes, please uh, go. support the show. It's a good show, and uh, we wish it uh, continued success. And uh, say hi to all the uh, guys over there. Thank you for us. We appreciate you guys coming in. Appreciate you having us. And uh, much success. Uh, until next time, this is uh, Adam Crawler for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are not necessarily those of the staff or management or producers or directors or the advertising or anyone. But they might be Bob's. I'm Bob, and they're mine. The producer of Loveline is Ann Wilkins. Loveline is a presentation of Westwood One Entertainment. Grr. Arg. We now return you to your highly tested, regularly scheduled programming. Bye.